or equipped for the work of ministry, you will have to discover your calling in various areas. Some of you, you have capacity to write. You'll be able to write pieces of articles. You'll be able to do certain short videos. You'll be able to do specific things on social media so that you can get people to come to Christ. You have to begin to put your gift to the fore. We are not in this earth to joke, to play. Ahuma, for example, can do short flyers. He can do that's a short flyers. I mean, simple flyers, and maybe one particular flyer. In my mind, it can look it can look four square, and in that you have about um, on the top one, two, three squares. Then in the middle, one, two, three. Then beneath it, one, two, three. And in each of the white square box that I am seeing, he will just put some, some instructive, insightful, short comments in there. Then the second one, like, like almost like um, doing, carrying out a paradigm shift and crafting somebody's mind in order to get the person to arrive without saying number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. But by the time you would have gone through this square like that, in a snake-like pattern, you would just arrive and say, no, something of this nature must shift. We have to begin to put our gifts to the fore. All of us. I bet you two can do the same. I know you edit flyers. Endless. I know you can do short videos. Those of us who can write articles, I know you can do short sound videos, short one minute, something that will speak powerfully to lives and begin to enhance your TikTok page, begin to enhance your social media page, make good use of it. Look, the thing that you are carrying, I rebuked somebody the other day, I said the phone you are carrying is so powerful, it can make you a lot of money. And I haven't discovered something. I said to myself, oh God, if I knew long ago, some of us would not spend certain time that we spent on Facebook. We will go beyond the things that we have done on Facebook. We would still do what we did, posting the relevant things that we have posted, and, and, and beyond that, carry out a certain mandate that will not only shift the minds of people, but also bring people into the realm of wealth and bring myself into the realm of finances and wealth so people you have to begin to reposition yourself and position yourself correctly position yourself right position yourself powerfully so that we can see the hand of god at work among us i hope you understand Comprenant? Yes, thank you. We. Uh, endless, is that what we say? Yes. How do we say? We. No, no, no. The, the, one, the, the one that must come before the we. Cesaire? Fousaire comprends? Or comprends? Oui, secret. They keep saying we, 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 we. All right. So we welcome our friends on social media. Thanks for being with us. And I believe that the word of God has been, being, has been blessing you. 
we've been talking about equipped for the work of ministry and we've been talking about the giving of the gifts and we zero in uh, under that the context of the giving of the gifts I'm saying again we were talking about equipped for the work of ministry and we've been following up on um, some quaint essential uh, definitive elements that um, 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 are, are attached to the DNA functionality of um, ministry, uh, meaning apostles, prophets, evangelists, um, teachers, and pastors. And at the same time, we are looking at those essential elements, how they um, work in us as individuals, members of the body of Christ, in releasing our call and allowing us to become functional many people today they are not functional they are just living they are just no they are just passing through there's a difference between human being and human doing there's a difference between human being and human doing some people are just human doing and these things we are teaching them so that we move away from becoming human doing going through the motion you know there's a song we used to sing Go into the motion, ta -da 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 -da. those days. You've not heard it before? When we go and play in Tako those days. Na 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 <laughs> You've not heard it before. Alma, you know the song? Hey! Go into the motion. <laughs> so, some people are just going through the motion. They are not living the life that God has for them. They are not bringing eternity to impact here. They are trying to force these elements of weakness to go up into eternity when it, that will not work. There is a design by which you were created. There is a mind, there is a construct, there is a slant of God's thinking about you. There is a thought of God about you. There is a dream of God about you. There is a way God sees you. Today, I don't want to do a lot of movement. There's a way God sees you. There's a way God perceives you. There's a way God wants you to believe and function powerfully. Albert, the other day I gave you some advice. So. You remember? About something about logo. Uh -huh. you have, no, you're not that one. The one you have to put. You now understand. Ah. Uh, Something blue like that. Okay, now I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing that. But the way you guys have cut it, it's not good. So position it well. The way I've cut mine, you, you remove the open, open heavens and you can stay with serving Christ and living out his kingdom. Your camera stand is not standing well. No, I'm looking for excellence. And today, after, after this service, I'm going to talk to you I'm going to talk to you, the, the leaders. I need to say some things to you. I don't know why the Albertas didn't come. So we, we are talking about how you can, how you can function, how you can live significantly and relevant. Life has to be relevant. Relevance is not necessarily you being at the limelight and everybody knows you. I'm going to give you two scenarios. One is Joseph, one is Elijah. So if I forget, remind me. The guy called Joseph never was on the throne. Was not in the limelight as key and leader in politics of the days in 
Egypt. But this Joseph could influence the course of things. He wasn't on the throne. So it does not necessarily mean to be on the lamb light, to be known by everybody, then you now feel relevant. You, it is possible to be on the, in, in the, in the lamb light, sorry. It is possible to be up there and known by everybody, but you're not relevant. You know, in skating, it is said that when you are skating and skating and then you do a scalping and then you find yourself in the sky and you are doing whoa and you are backstroking and you are tossing in the air, you are actually on your way down. <laughs> so the Bible says, be careful, pay, pay heed so that you don't drift in your heart. So you, somebody can be standing like this, but the person has drifted from this point and he's already in Kumasi, but he's here. So, Joseph does not necessarily need. You don't need to necessarily be in the limelight if the ability to exert influence from the space, the environment you find yourself in, you can do that. But if being in the limelight, being in key positions, being in key capacities, key environment, being in a certain political influence, certain uh, governmental influence, certain company um, uh, 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 position, being a board member, being a director, being a CEO, being a president of a company, um, um, you able to start up something. Sometimes we are all searching and looking for jobs, but People sitting here, you must discover your gift and begin to start your own, your own trade. You have to start your own business. And I'm, and I'm talking on Facebook. You have to come into this. I'm talking up on Facebook and I'm speaking about the specifics about how we can get into asking God specific things and pushing the limits in the spirit. How do we push the limits in the spirit? Disturbing things that are working. We have to disturb things that are already working and everything looks normal and this is powerful, this is functional. But we have to disturb the things that are already working so that we can bring out a new capacity, a new functionality, a new experience, a new product, a new value system. Because I went to medical school and they taught me that A plus A is this and therefore since I completed medical school, I keep it like that. Can't I investigate a little bit can't I think and pray and seek God and let wisdom from heaven descend into my heart? When implemented, it begins to change the course of things. Can't I discover new construct of medicine? So we just keep it the status quo. My great-grandfather's clock. I will use it until... When there's so much digitalization, but you are still doing tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. So we have to function, we have to be relevant, we have to be functional. We have to be living, not human doing. We don't have to just be surviving, we have to be living the life. You know, there's something called high life, but there's something called a higher life. And, and that higher life is a Zoe kind of life, is eternal life. We have to begin to live our life from the realm of the higher life. The higher life defines everything that is here. Everything that we see proceeded out of the spiritual. 
And therefore, if we have to be functional, we must return to the hinges of the Spirit. We must stand in that place. And the Holy Spirit knows all things. First John chapter 2, the verse 20, it says that for you have an anointing on the inside and you know all things. When I read that scripture, I'm blown away. And then when you read the verse 27 or so, it says that for you have the Holy Spirit. No, you have the Holy Spirit, therefore nobody teaches you anything. Then when you read, when you, when you, read you know all things. When you read further, it says that you have an anointing on the inside, therefore nobody would, should teach you anything. But you see, like I was saying last week, when you take the believer and the unbeliever, should you have them on the same project? I read somewhere that somebody said, the unbeliever seems to be more productive and more functional. More productive, more functional than the believer. And I find that statement to be scandalous because we have the Holy Spirit. Somebody goes to the TikTok and go and listen to this woman who is doing necromancy. You see them, they read the card, they bust the card, they bust the card, they throw it. He said, oh, then they mentioned maybe the person's name. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, you, 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 that, you, that lady, you're not going to marry that lady. You marry her, there'll be trouble. Oh, Daniel. And you, Daniel, who is enjoying this woman, tell you, oh, Daniel, what has happened to you is that a hole has been bored into your spirit, spiritually. And therefore, constantly, there will be access to you and influence over your life. And we have the Holy Spirit that the Bible says, therefore, we know all things. But we know that we prophesy in part. We know in parts, right? So as the Holy Spirit, by measure, we want to reveal to us, we'll come into. And so I must position myself to be relevant. I must position myself to be functional. It is sad. When you go to the Silicon Valley today, Muslims, Hindus, name them. They are regarded as one of the most progressive and functional people today. And believers today, what are we doing? We are only functional and relevant within the four walls. And when we leave our Christian churches, we go back to our Christian cars, then we go back to our Christian wives and husbands and children, and then we go back to our Christian homes and we eat our Christian food, and then we, we, we pray our Christian prayers, and then we sleep on our Christian beds, we wake up, and then we change clothes, and then we go to the secular world, and you find out that we go into the secular world with a certain mindset, and we are not able to function and fit in well. There has to be a people that are all-rounded, there has to be a people who are 100% God, 100% man, and that is a born-again experience. Are you not man? Are you not flesh? But inside you, don't you have the Zoe kind of life, the God kind of life at work? 100% man, 100% God sitting. You are God's 11,000 votes while running in the earth. Going through frustrations of life like every other person. And if our eyes are not open to see who we are and to live our life out of the and the fullness of who we are we are unable to live significantly relevantly and to create impact we can't go into the world talking Christianese and Chechenese 
You are sitting in the boardroom, they are discussing serious economic matters and serious financial issues and serious business strategy. And all you can say is that, oh, oh, and, uh, by the grace of God. You can produce an iota of an idea that pushes and bestep what is already working and what they are believed in. You can put forth a construct that challenges the status quo. We have to enter into functionality. That is why I'm discussing these things equipped for the work of ministry. And last week, we look at the context in which the gift of ministry, your call, even as an engineer, and that call of an apostle, the context in which it's been released is not church, but rather kingdom. I hope you remember that. Now, let me jump into today and let me talk to you about the context of the giving of the gift that is the gift is given as part of the DNA of God's Ecclesia now you may hear some words and what you want to do is you want to take note of those words and be investigative you want to be like the Berean Christian I've taught this year before you want to be like the Berean Christian you want to go beyond this curve and go beyond this curve to investigate and see more what is an ecclesia what does it mean i've done a whole lot of series on ecclesia if you go on podcast um if you're on google google cast and all the pod beams and and spotify anchor and all of that search for he breath and man became and when you go in there look for a message message i'm almost about 20 something parts on the ecclesia we have the church and we have the ecclesia we have religious centers and we have the ecclesia of god the ecclesia of god is a functioning body the ecclesia of god is not it's not just clapping of hands singing a nice song listening to a nice message and then when we are finished we finish we give our christian offering what again and then we say our christian prayers then we go back into the world and fail the ecclesia of god was a company of people that determine the 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 conditions in the state in which they live in in fact one record said one record says that if you pay attention to me if you 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 are part of the ecclesia one record said that you can sit down and decide and say we are going to start a war in this city and you start a war and the whole city will flow. That is how powerful the ecclesia. One record says that the ecclesia governed with the emperor, the king of the day. The extension of the king was the ecclesia. Today we have religious centers and we have never been the extension of the kingdom of God. We have never been able to engage in the wars that God wants us to engage in. We have never been able to start a war for God. The other day, one man went to speak and he said something and he started a war for God. You know, people don't know. God just pushed him. He went to say something and everybody's, hey, hey, this. And he did. God, before they realize that whole village becomes Christ. There's this person who has been of a certain religion. He has been watching my status. I said, hey, this guy will become born again. Or today he told me he's going to church. I said, beautiful. 
He's keep watching my status. I said, so I told him, I said, so after I've been praying for you and the money have come, you are taking the money to a different pastor. He said, oh, pastor, it's not so. I'll come. He's going to church. He's from a, he's from a serious something religion. He said, pastor, I'm on my way to church. I said, good. Then he said, you need to speak to my godmother. I said, hey, let me talk to her. And I spoke to her. And they're on their way to church. You will become, you see, God can use anything to get anything he wants. He can use the emperor. He can use Cyrus. That is why he has ordained gifts among men. People, we have to be functional. People begin to think differently. People begin to engage heaven. People begin to pray differently. Your prayer has to be different. Not this prayer, Father, give me two cities, give me ten cities, give me. You have to begin to engage high level prayer. High level prayer. That, that brings out not the best, but the eternal dimension of which you have been crafted. All of your substance must come forth. You see, when we go to services and we are praying, God, when my, wherever my purpose has been buried, let it come forth. It is not a joke matter. We are not, we are not praying things lying down and carelessly, or we, are, we want to selfishly consume things to ourselves. We are praying so that, you know something? Every one of you is an expression of God. Every one of us. There is the way, for example, the word of God arrives at me and I communicate it. And somebody will never like it. In fact, as handsome as I may be, somebody doesn't like me. So this guy, I look at his, his head. I don't like the way his head is. I like his anointing, but I don't like his head. And somebody said, ah, this guy, I don't like him. He, he, the way he describes the word of God and he speaks English, I don't like it. But I am an expression of God. I'm an, I'm, I carry an expression of his kingdom. And you who is sitting here, God has ordained you to manifest a certain type of his kingdom. So when we pray certain prayers, we are praying in order to see those things come forth. Or we pray these things, we go out and apply ourselves so that those things can become evident. So when people don't understand why we pray and how we pray all these things, they get confused. And even ourselves, if we do not understand why we are praying the thing, we think we are praying to consume it on ourselves because I am suffering. It is not because you are suffering. It is because you must live powerfully. And when you begin to live powerfully, some of the sufferings get kicked away and pushed back. How can they interview a man and ask him, oh, can you remember when it was the last time you went through challenges of life? He said, I cannot remember. Ah, is he a human being? The guy is so poised and focused and fixated on where he is going and the thing God is doing in his life that the challenges look like promotion. It looks like appendages upon which he stands, things that help him to continue to go up. And so when the challenges come, he embraces and says, come and let's go, because I know you are taking me to the next level of relevance. And he will face it with divine energy, with wisdom out of heaven and deal with the matter. And it looks so simple. But some of us will go and it is all, we we are in tears and we are in tears because we don't understand why that thing came. How much money is locked up in the burning bush of the challenges of your life? Somebody said the unexamined life is not worth living. You must begin to re-examine the burning bushes of our lives. 
the burning bush experiences and the dust experiences of our lives the gutter experiences of our lives the scars of yesterday experiences of our lives we must begin to look back into them and begin to ask the hard questions and begin to ask the strong investigative questions and begin to discern into them what is the revelation of Christ in this for me what is the finances the money the kingdom wealth in this for me this challenge plus this challenge what can I do about them what are people saying is their frustration they need that must be in place that they do not have of which I am a solution and I can be relevant with the gift of the Holy Spirit in me and apply myself to it and people have problem solved and they are paying me money. Thank you. Money. Thank you. So we are in abundance but we are crying. So we are in resources but we are shouting. We have gold, but we are shouting. Because we do not know how to add value to ourselves and recraft ourselves, and we are significant. We are indispensable. In God crafting the body, the ecclesia, I was just trying to say something about ecclesia and I drifted off. Because I don't want to go teaching ecclesia. It's a whole, if I've taught ecclesia, almost part 20 something, how can I teach ecclesia in five minutes? They were a group of people. The Bible described them as call out ones. The church as we know it must, must disintegrate its foundation and step into an ecclesia functionality. That is who we are and we must live it, not who we are doing. Human being against human doing. So we can take our churches and we quickly package something because we are smart. We went to school. We know how to take one out of two and then we put something in place. And then the thing is looking like God, smelling like God, talking like an ecclesia. And then we go out there and we are behaving. But time will test us. Conditions will test us. Situations will test us of what fiber lies within us. If truly we are what we portray. An apostle is not a thing you do. Somebody says, I have, I have 10 churches and more, so I am an apostle. An apostle is not a thing you do. An apostle is a thing in itself, in who it, he is, and he functions out of that thing. A prophet is not a thing you do, because, because I see, I hear, doesn't make you a prophet. A prophet is a, is a personality, an entity who, of Christ, that the dimension of Christ, sorry, that he has placed inside a man. Because I'm going out evangelizing, I now place on myself as an evangelist. Because I preach and jump, and everybody's shouting, then I am called revivalist. What are you reviving? Dead works, or you are bringing people into a transformational position. See, we have to be a functional people. I'm not teaching this thing. Somebody, somebody said, why are you teaching this thing? Are they pastors? We are teaching people to become functional and relevant. People must become powerful. People must become powerful. The word power means innate power. Dunamis. 
innate power. There is an innate power. There is a gift. There is a capacity in you. That capacity, when applied, you begin to execute work of ministry. You are demonstrating work of ministry. So some of us, what we do is that we take the capacity, we polish it nicely, and then we dig a hole and we put it in it. Oh, this one is, two, is one. The, this capacity is only one. I like that brother's own. That brother's own, he can do this and he can do that. I've left my own. I've planted it. They that look at lying vanities. They that look at worthless idols. They that look at false representations of God. Forfeit their own grace. They are idol worshippers. If you leave your own gift and call you an idol worshipper, they that follow worthless idols. If you lift your gift and call it and you're fully another, you are a law unto yourself. Jesus calls you lawless. If you leave your gift and you are following another, you are following a false representation of God. You are not living in your own skin. The slightest move of a swing of an attack will hit you. You will fall. Nigeria will say Yakata. Listen, people discover yourself. Discover the gift and the calling of God in you. Because work of ministry is not just about evangelism and walking around. There are ministers of God, there are preachers, powerful preachers who are in suit and who are talking economics. There are powerful preachers who are engineers and they are building houses. There are powerful assigned apostles who are just lawyers. And he knows that he is a lawyer, but he functions out of an apostolic grace and ability as a lawyer. There's a child of God who is just somebody who is operating a collection of businesses and he understands that he, he or she is an economic powerhouse. He's a financial resource base. He's supposed to deliver one young lady who will be in trouble by giving her a good job, a good fitting life, so that that young lady will not submit her life to all kinds of things. I am here this morning to challenge you. The people of God must discover themselves. Go into business. Go into politics. By the spirit of the living God, I release you this morning. I release you this morning. I release your capacity. I release your calling wherever it has been buried. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let there be a divine release. Let men and women begin to come forth. Let men and women begin to come forth in the grace and the calling upon their lives. Let every gift, let every music, let every ability, let every gift of the spirit, let every creative, innovative, and witty invention, let every strategic position and capacity be released in the mighty name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for divine activation. Let eyes be open. Let us have an introduction unto ourselves who we are. Father, let me know who I am. Lord, introduce me to me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord, grant unto me the capacity, the wisdom to be able to live out of who I am. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so let me get into this. The contest. <laughs> Why these gifts are given? The contest they are given. And I've said I'm talking to you about it is given as part of the DNA of the Ecclesia. So I was just talking a bit about Ecclesia by now. I went that way. What's the, what's the DNA? Medically, I want to check for medical. What's, what DNA? It has a long thing. Dry something, D something, something. Something, 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 something. But DNA means divine nature activated. You need to note that. My spiritual DNA is divine nature activated. Medically, your DNA defines who you are. It defines what kind of diseases will hit you. According to one piece that I've, I've watched, either a video or something I read, the DNA was so designed by God that nothing goes through it. But by the chemicals and the foods that we eat today, you see that we have all kinds of issues. Genetically modified foods and all of that, and crops and all of that, are begin to affect us, and so you have certain structures being impacted. Once the DNA, there's a breakthrough in the DNA, the next thing, the next thing is sickness, diseases, and troubles and atrocities for the body. The DNA of Osama bin Laden, when he was shot and taken to sea, they are taking, I think, samples of the sister and the brother's DNA. So immediately they shot him and they grabbed him and they took him up into the sky and they went off at sea. They quickly took his DNA sample and tested to check with the brother and the sister. They said, not true, that is Osama Biladi. Let's do burial service for him and dip him down. Finish. And today, there's something called DNA hacking. Please listen to me. Anything that can go online is hackable. Let me say it again. Anything that, that can be online is hackable. Just that you have not been hacked, so you don't know. Anything can be hackable. Today, the discussion is going on about DNA hacking, where, for example, let's say there is a dignitary. There's a very powerful dignitary that is arriving here. And it has been scheduled that he will arrive here on a certain, in a particular date, and you come and give a speech to, maybe let's say, student population. And what DNA hacking um, um, uh, have sought to do is that they seek to attack the DNA of this particular dignitary, this wealthy man or this president or this great man or this great woman. So they will culture um, a compromise into sample DNA they would have obtained maybe from the brother or the sister somewhere because it's a strategic ploy. And when they would have done that, they will culture weakness into it. They will culture some sickness into it. They will, they will alterate it a bit. And then they will build it into maybe some capsules, maybe for cold and cough. Maybe something for eye drops. Maybe something for pain relief. And then with technology and AI, they'll begin to promote the selling of that thing online around this jurisdiction or this whole town. Now, it is Mr. A they want to get to, but they've used Mr. A's DNA and they've compromised it. So I go to the market, I buy, you to you buy, everybody's buying because you have some pain you want to relieve. And they said it's the best pain reliever. You see why there are protocols, why before a drug comes to the market, it has to be approved. Because there are all kinds of things that can happen. Lives can be taken down easily. 
Now, people would have used this particular medication, and uh, 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 they will be in their space. Nobody knows. However, the DNA of Mr. A has been compromised. So as he comes into the environment, he's inhaling, he's interacting, he's shaking hands, and all of that, his DNA already is gone in. And they knock him down. 30 days down the line, he's dead and gone. They will investigate and never know. They are designing bombs that will carry DNA structure in them so that when they want to target a specific person and hit him, when they hit him and they even leave, uh, sorry, um, uh, artillery or whatever it is, uh, weapons or whatever it is, when they hit him and they leave, you will you deliver him in the best of hospitals in the world. He can never recover until he dies. I think they've used it somewhere in, the, in, 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 somewhere in the Middle East or something. I think they've used it on one leader. Before they realized it was a compromised thing. So the DNA of the ecclesia, the church, is so powerful. Now, if you understand the description I've given, would you want to compromise the DNA of the church? Would you want to compromise? Now, I'm using the word church and ecclesia interchangeably. But actually, if we want to explain church, it's not the same as ecclesia. But just follow me for now. Would you want to compromise your own DNA? No, answer me. No, will you? Why? Because it's your end. The same way God does not also want to compromise the DNA of the ecclesia. So what we are learning is that we are learning the implications of how God in his original, original primal intent, primal function, in his primal intent function, function the fivefold ministry, how he coded its DNA by default. By default. We are learning how the thinking, what is the thinking inside the fivefold ministry? When you take an apostle, how does an apostle think? What makes an apostle an apostle? We are learning that. And why are we learning this? We are learning this because we want to come into engaging the original intelligence and the capacity that lies within them so that the body will express its original intelligence and capacity. So, in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians is a very classic book and it's been, it's been described as many theologians like the blueprint. It's a blueprint because it doesn't give you any specific culture to follow. It gives you sets of God's world DNA structure that you can sink in and function. It is like the model book if you want to raise a church. It was a very powerful functioning community, kingdom community and ecclesia of God inside the land of Ephesus. The church that was in Ephesus was functioning out of that place. It was a bustling hub. It was a marketplace environment in Ephesus. It was a place of great movement and all kinds of things were present. It could be described as modern day life, Ephesus. When I get to teach on, on the church at Ephesus, we will explain something more. But in Ephesians chapter 4, the verses 7 and 11, Jesus indicated he will give or he gave. The Bible says he gave. We can read that Ephesians chapter, 
chapter 4, the verses 11. Let me read that quickly. Please, I want us to be doing well. Let's be on time so that, because it means that I'll have to finish this part next week. Then I now jump into the work of ministry. I've not started talking about what is the work of ministry, the nature of it, how it's like. Then we will now come and talk about relevance as a topic. And then we now come and describe the call. The nature of the call. If you understand the nature of the call, Masa, you will be strong and powerful and confident. You will be like Superman. You will just enter into the phone booth, you change your clothes, you come out and you are boom. Because the nature of the call is attached to you whether you are in the middle of the ocean. As you are crying, God, I don't have anything, life is difficult. The call is still with you. And the call is as powerful as it is, as it is in heaven. Whether you have money or you don't have money, the call is as powerful. It doesn't lose its power. It is you and I, because of our human nature and our weaknesses, we lose power. The call. So this message we are teaching to Jesus Christ comes. Unless maybe we finish and Jesus says, it's okay, where you have got it to stop it. You continue after two years, then you continue from that place. Listen, Ephesians 4, the verse, verses 7 and 11. Where are they? It is 12 million. Okay, found it here. Ephesians 4, the verses 7 and 11. 7. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. So we see the word given. He gave. The verse 11. And he himself gave. The word gave. It's what I want to. Because it is it's a, it's the tense in which it speaks in. The condition in which it speaks in is so powerful. The word gave is the verb form of giving. That is why I'm looking at the verse 7 and the verse 11. In the Greek, it's a very resolute verb. It's, it's a very resolute, uncompromised, doing word. And it is used by Paul to, to identify the very constitution of The body, where apostles sit, where prophets sit, where evangelists sit, it is used in a certain context that is speaking of the past and speaking of the conditions that is once and for all event. That is the way in which it is placed. So when we look at an apostle, evangelist, prophet, teacher, for example, Christ has given them in the past, present, and going forward until there is, there is the end to function within the body without separating it from the body. Now, I will, next week, I will touch on beyond the apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher. Because... The functionality, the integration of an apostle, evangelist, teacher into the body functions up to a certain point. So it is a once and for all time event. The effects of the past events are still felt in the present. 
So as strong as the apostolic was given when Christ himself came, when he functioned and walked in it and gave it to men, that past event is as strongly felt as in the present. They are very historic in similar way that, that the signing of a declaration of independence was historic. So think about independence. Today, Ghana, the beloved country, is free forever. Are you still free? Yes. The declaration of independence yesterday continues to be the declaration and acceptance and the work of independence today. That is the context in which Jesus gave the gift. So if you think that, okay, oh, me, me now, like somebody told me, now I am seeing visions. Now I'm reading the Bible. I can see for myself. I'm going for it, but not long he's dead. Ah, if you go carry yourself, I am an apostle, I am an apostle. You think Satan will send uh, baby demons, baby, demons that attack babies to come and attack you? He will send apostolic de demons. The demons that attack apostles to come and attack you. When they attack you, when they finish with you, you are gone. He's dead. You are seeing no visions, but you claim you are seeing vision. You are no apostle. You claim you are an apostle. So somebody said, me, I don't need apostles again. Me, I don't need prophets. You know, some believers do yappy, yappy, yappy too much. Oh, we, are, we can now, now the way the, the body of Christ is, now we can all see vision. Me, I worship God for myself. Hey, shut up. Because, <laughs> listen, the giving of the gifts, the word gave, is <laughs> a resolute verb and forms perfectly suited for the use in the constitution of the body. I'm saying that it's a once and all forever event, like a historic declaration of independence. Do we still feel the independence today? Yes. Are we still sovereign? Yes. No, forget about the international politics that goes on and all of that. Forget about that one. But your sovereignty remains today. Now, anybody that jumps into your sovereignty and wants to take away your sovereignty, then you know there is a problem. Am I correct? Then war starts because you are fighting for your position. Am I correct? You are fighting to retain. So they are very historic. Use, given, gave, used in that context as Christ has given apostles, prophets, evangelists. They are similar in the way in which the signing of an independent declaration was historic. This writer says that if the impact of America's self-understanding is for all time, you know, I'm, you understand as a nation that you are independent, you are sovereign, the same way the body of Christ, the giving of the gift, cannot be separated from. When Christ said, when the Bible said he gave, The second thing, apart from the events of the past, I hope you understand what I'm saying. So, so as Peter was powerful, I can be powerful today. As Daniel was powerful, I can be powerful today. Not that I can be powerful, I must become. It is who I am. It lives inside me. I can't separate myself from it. Now, the second thing is that that, that statement of like the declaration of an independence yesterday but continues to be what it is it is now transformed into 
into a statement of identity. It is now who I am, not just a statement that is written. I can now be, I said there is a difference between human being and human doing. We, by our foundations, are supposed to be apostolic, prophetic, evangelistic, pastoral. As teachers are released among us, they are supposed to bring a certain type of thinking in us that I can function out of the grace of a teacher. Because the Bible said for the equipping of the saints, don't go beyond that, for the equipping of the saints, that word equipping, I'll come back to read, katatizo is the root word and the word is katatismos. It's like a master equipping his servant and giving them the right set of tools and knowledge to be able to function. That word is like taking your dented car to the parts workers and they bring that dented part out and straighten and align things and make sure that that vehicle is functioning properly. For the equipping of the saints, this thing is now our identity. It is not longer they are apostles or we are apostles. It is now we have become apostolic. So we can say apostles, apostolic people, apostolic ecclesias. We can say a, a prophet, prophetic people, prophetic churches. So that when a church says, we are a prophetic church, we are a prophetic church, you are limiting your destination, your destiny, your identity is knocked off. It says, as for our church, the only grace that God has given us is that we only talk about marriage. You are limiting your identity because the declaration of this independent, the occurrence of the events of yesterday is a once and for all time events. Understand English? It's a once and for all time events. Meaning when it is coming tomorrow, it's happening tomorrow, that event of 2,000 years ago is still as solid and relevant and powerful, full of luster and energy and have capacity and, and vigor like it was in the beginning. You can't take it out. When I am an apostle and understand this, I know how to lay hold of eternal things and bring it. So I can function like Daniel. I can function like Ezekiel. I can move in prophetic dimensions like Ezekiel. And the spirit of the Lord lifted me by the locks of my head. And he brought me onto the valley. I can begin to function. I can begin to move in trans, trans relocation. I can move in biolocation. Bio I am physically here. But however, I am inside America and I'm ministering to somebody. And I'm standing here talking. It doesn't belong to the fetish priests. Go to TikTok. If you're a prophet, begin to function there. Because you are as powerful as the declaration of. And he himself, when he was taken up, he led captivity captive. And he once and for all time events gave. Go and teach this in some, some church. They will sack you. Because you are destroying the work of, you are destroying the bread of somebody. Can I teach and finish this? <laughs> The mood, you see, is when someone says you, are, you don't speak English, I'm worried. 
because the Bible you are holding, it is written in a certain language and translated with experts looking at the, at the tenses carefully and placing it where it's to make the impression that is of the Spirit eternally. The mood of the verb actually speaks of an event into a statement, a significant event into a statement that moves from a statement into an identity. So not only did he say he gave some to be apostle, not only did he pray for some of them, but that event has now moved. And he moved into a declaration. He gave. And that declaration is now who we are, our identity. Therefore, it's a defining word. Or those two words, giving and gave, defines who we are. You see, out of this, we can live powerfully, we can live authentically, we can live unapologetically, because why do you go apologizing to people of who you are? Oh, me, I'm sorry, oh, me, that is the person I am. It is who you are now. Oh, me, I'm sorry, you know, uh, I, I talk too much. It is who you are. Oh, me, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't, then, now you are rejecting yourself. Very soon you will be like David in Saul's suit. Where they say now move, you can't move. They say function, you can't function. And you are trying to please men. You are trying to please people. You are trying to live to the satisfaction of certain leaders. And they are placing demands and curses upon you and limitations upon you so you can't function. Declare, I am free in Jesus. Oh, come on, declare it. I am free in Jesus. Declare, I am free in Jesus. Listen to this. Romans chapter 6, the verse 10. For the death that he died, he died to sin once and for all. That the life that he lives, he lives to God. We can now, by this level of empowerment, live this kind of life authentically, powerfully. The point I'm making is that this thing, giving, gave, holds in it authenticity and a permanent faith. My faith is no longer subjected to ego be, ego be. My faith is no longer subjected to, oh, maybe my faith is solidified. It stands sure. Thank you. Bernard, is that watch correct? Check it. Is it correct? Is it correct? Okay. I thought I've been standing here for a long time. Wow. I thought it's 12 o'clock, so, um, so let, me, let me try and wrap up. I'm not going to jump into the next slide. I'll just wrap up this particular. It holds in it, it possesses in it authentic and permanent faith. Authentic, genuine faith. Not human, 
doing, human trying. Ha. I cannot live specific. I cannot hear from God and live exact. I cannot make exact investment. I cannot do what God wants me to do. And I don't have to be apologetic about it. And please stop apologizing to people. Will you, will you sorry? No apologize to people anymore. I'm sorry of who I am and me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got angry at you. You did the wrong. I got angry. You corrected it. Is it not it? We are all fine now. I'm not getting angry again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not saying go and do that to your husband. No. Men, we don't like. <laughs> Men, we don't like. <laughs> but you see, people are just, have become human pleasers. Believers have relegated and deferred their capacity of functionality to other men of God. When and the men of God who have accepted that position to be so, we are the prophets, you are members. Oh, oh. We are the prophets and we have come to inject into your DNA that, function, that original event that happened on the cross as authentic and genuine it is. Romans 6.10 He died to sin, therefore we are also dead to sin and we can live the resurrection life powerfully. And that faith is not a faith that is going to diminish tomorrow and come down and then be negotiated. That faith is what it is even to be handed down to our great, 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 great grandchildren. Our functionality is supposed to live in that realm of fullness. By that single two words, given, gave, that those two words, he has described us to be standing on the grounds of power. On the grounds of absolute resolute, uncompromised, like the bar of steel power. It doesn't bend. It doesn't, it doesn't even bend to swing and come back. It doesn't bend. It's just what it is. Looking firm into your face and speaking to you. Strong and rich. Aged like God. Strong and rich. Aged like God. If believers are taught this way, don't you see that the men of God will be promoted by God? The more we hold the believers down in a certain capacity, how can you hold Christy down? And you yourself, you'll be going up. The more we continue to function from that doltish, that arsenal, that, that insignificant, that irrelevant place because we want to keep people small so that they can continue to be loyal to us. The more. Listen. In other words, it possesses, that event possesses in it authentic and permanent meaning for our faith. It presents us with something of a turning point. <laughs> it presents you with a turning point. You have to now sit and say, no, 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 no. This story can now change. 
it presents me with a turning point. It's, a, it's challenging your paradigm shift because maybe you are sitting here, you are watching me, you are listening to this right now, and, and you are telling yourself, but this is the way Christianity is, and this is the way, why are you trying to change it? It is bringing you to the point of questioning and a turning point. That event, if we understand it, it is locked up in the death and resurrection of Christ. And if we understand the death and resurrection of Christ, our functionality changes completely. It presents us with a turning point. It anchors, it anchors us in the past and still connected to the present. It anchors us in the past, what I call God's eternal salvific plan, which began in God and ends up in eternity. My God, he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You can function anywhere in the earth you are placed. As for me, I'm a Ghanaian. I cannot live in this country. You is a lie. What you have is as age as God. It's God's salvific plan. It's as old as God is. And it's as age as eternity. It is the soy kind of life. Out of that, he impacted apostles. He gave. And he put this thing inside the fiber of the church. And you can't separate it. I'm going after that. You can't separate it from the church. You can't separate an apostle from the ecclesia. You can't separate a prophet from the ecclesia. Prophet who is separating himself and say, I am freelance. Freelance what? Do you belong to the body or to what do you belong? You are giving as a gift. I talked about that. To the body. And we, are, we receive them as gift unto ourselves. And we receive that which is in their DNA. Which is locked in the fiber of who we are. How do I change? Those who want to do plastic surgery changing themselves. What has happened? Their mouth was small. They went to inject something called Botox. Now the mouth has become bigger. Then they want to correct it. Then one part of the mouth now becomes long. Those who went in, I'm not saying plastic surgery is not good. For some people, it has helped them. But some people, the Botox, one Botox has now become big than the others. One breast has become smaller. If you see the photos and the videos of some of them, the, the people who have gone to do this, they look so beautiful, so handsome. Now they are looking, kakai, kakai, kakai. They come like kakai. Christy, don't mind me. No, you see, we are trying to change what is original. I said God's original intelligent capacity of the body must be activated. We are trying to change it. We are trying to make the things out of the use of God into what is not God's. And what we are experiencing is death. Death. Lack of relevance. It anchors us, bringing us to a turning point. Is your paradigm being shifted? Are you, are you asking yourself certain questions? Are you, so when sometimes you look at the operations in the body, you say, no, there's something is wrong with, with, with the way Now you and I cannot relate better to a prophet, to an apostle, because I know he's giving for me. He has something in him that must build me up. And so the next time I'm receiving an apostle, yeesh. Even the next time I'm receiving Mark, 
the way I receive him. The next I'm receiving a charity. I'm receiving an ahuma. I'm receiving, I'm receiving one Theophilus, one grace. I'm receiving, oh, my God. Because the Bible says, you know, let's add some scripture. I think Ephesians 7, 5. I can't remember the verse. It says, we are members of one another. Amma, can you find that for me? We are members of one another. First Corinthians chapter 12 says that if one member suffers, all suffers. That's the way we are bounded. How do I separate an apostle from? How do I separate a pastor from? And because of the traditions of men and our own wicked empire, pursuing reckless behavior or pursuing our own empires, we now build certain hierarchies. And we now put archpope, archbishop, and archbishops and bishops over something which they are not. When in fact that bishop is an apostle, he doesn't know. When in fact that one calling himself bishop is a prophet, he doesn't know. When in fact that one carrying himself bishop is a, he's just a teacher in the body, that must... Remember the relational contest. No gift was given in isolation by itself. They are given in a relational contest. Now, we have created human structures. Tradition of men and devils. And so, we have negated the divine order that brings the glory of God. Anytime there's divine order, the glory of God falls. So, we have to now pray 10 hours before the glory falls. Pray 24 hours before the glory falls. We have to pray for the next one month before the glory falls. Whereas, when they were we and well-structured, they gathered together and having locked in constant prayer. Angels began to go into work and Peter was released in prison. Having arrived, people say, it is, is he, is not, is the angel of Peter, it's not him. Because the guys were locked up in divine order. If we don't understand these things, we'll continue to do church, sir. And we'll be getting some miracles and we'll boast about it. We'll get some powerful testimonies, we'll boast about it. But the real thing in God hasn't been touched. Because we have left our foremost declaration that must become our present existence and that is a lock in God's eternal purpose. We have left it. Is it a good word? I need to stop. Is it a good word? <laughs> Let me just talk briefly about this. Therefore, we can say that you can separate that member from the apostle. You can't separate that apostle from the body. You can't separate the body from the apostle. You can't separate the believer from the prophet. You can't say, oh, I'm an apostle, I'm freelance, and therefore I don't belong to the body. You can't separate your functionality and say, it is me, your gift. Who told you it's your gift? It's not your gift. You can't be separated from this reality of body life. Shared life. How you found it? Did you find that members of one another? Romans 12:5. We are members of one another. So I'm inside you, you are inside me. You are in my head, you are in my body. You are a part of me. I'm a part of you. This is the reality of who we are. 
Therefore, we can understand and boldly confirm. We can understand and boldly confirm that all the fivefold ministry, they are an inseparable unit. They are an inseparable unit. You can't take one. You can't cherry pick. Or oh, as for our church, we want only apostles. So we have apostle this, apostle this, apostle this. Everybody's an apostle there. And that guy is maybe a teacher. That guy is a pastor. That guy is a prophet. You have limited him. And he's also happy. I'm apostle. I'm apostle. Because you think the apostle is higher than all. The inseparable units. We function. The point is this. Our functionality is out of that inseparable unit. So for effective delivery of ministry, we have to. Father, thank you. Therefore, the Bible says Christ himself gave apostles. He gave some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be teachers, and some to be shepherds, pastors. Not all are apostles. Not all are prophets. Not all are evangelists. Some. Inseparable. And you see, According to one author I read, he said, he said, you cannot select, this is what he said, he said, he said you can, we cannot arbitrarily select two and edit, we cannot arbitrarily select two and edit the other three without doing extreme violence to he gave, the context in which he gave. As well as the intrinsic, the, the, the very nature, the spirit, the intent of God's original intelligence without doing damage to that. Immediately we take one out, damage. And the enemy wins. Lord, I thirst for you. Let me stop here. I long to be in your presence. My soul will wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw me nearer to the beauty of your Let's just rise up. Lord, I test for you. I long to be in your presence. My soul wait on you. Father, draw me nearer. Draw
said that every first Sunday of the month after open heavens will also be a prophetic service but because of the time we will hang some things 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 so next month let's prepare and come if we want to have prophetic service we'll come early as I do 15 minutes preaching how many minutes is that? Yes, that one. Now, today, put your hands together for me. Ah, you, you don't know. You don't know. I've done well, eh? Once I do 40 minutes, 50 minutes preaching, then another 15 minutes to one hour, I do prophetic. You're going to get some connection to China. Okay? You'll get some, some connection to China. You take it like that for now. You take it like that. Take it like that. There'll be some connection to China. So we're going to have communion. It's going to be every first Sunday we're going to, we're going to come in the garment of thanksgiving, in the spirit of thanksgiving, and we want to offer to the Lord. And then at the same time, we want to move in the prophetic and have a communion. So I'm just going to provide the communion. When you grab it, what I want you to do is, first of all, I want us to pray. I want you to come before the Lord. Let's confess everything. Anything that is, in, that is in our lives that will prevent us from entering into the fullness of this experience. The fullness of this experience. The Lord should cleanse us. The Lord should purge us. The Lord should make us whole. The Lord should sanctify us. The Lord should cleanse us so that the words of our mouths and the meditation of our hearts will be acceptable before Him. Pray, pray, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Father, thank you. We confess, we confess, we confess, we confess, we confess, we confess. Help us, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord. Father, as we touch the communion, let there be a move of your spirit in our lives. Let there be a move of your spirit. Let it be a move of your spirit. Let it be a move of your spirit. Those of us online, those of us online, you can, you can grab water if you do not have any communion wine close to you. And let's do this together. If you have some biscuit, let's do this together. If you have some bread, let's do this together. Father, thank you. Bless you, Holy Spirit. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. On the night you Christ was crucified, 
on the day before you were crucified you gave this and you said take eat this is my body broken for you and said take drink this is the blood of the new covenant as we receive of the holy communion we step into the fullness that is in the blood let every spiritual stronghold be destroyed let the fullness of wisdom innovation financial breakthroughs business breakthroughs marriage breakthroughs let our destinies break forth let there be a divine turn around as we celebrate this lord we pray in the name of jesus christ of nazareth let the blood of the new covenant speak for you said this is the blood of the new covenant let every old altar and covenant that continue to stand in our lives let them disengage and let it be establishment of a new order i bless you holy spirit i bless you mighty god in the name of jesus amen charity let it go forth and i will wait on you almighty god in the beauty of your home Bernard, I will worship you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your leaning. And I will wait on you. As you take the communion, let every foreign material in your being be flushed out. Be flushed out. Be flushed out. And I will worship, I will worship you. When we finish this we're just going to pray one prayer quickly some of you can stop you can stop the keyboard and everybody let everybody partake of this and i want you to begin to pray every weakness in your body anything that is ongoing in your body anything that is inside your being any contract you are looking for any relationship you are looking forward to step into some business partnership the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The Bible says we are members of one another. And therefore I am meeting that man. I am meeting that woman. That divine helper. I'm having access. I'm coming into an experience. I'm stepping into healing right now. I want you to pray. I'm stepping into abundance. This ministry is stepping into increase. There's a financial turnaround in the ministry. There's a financial turnaround in the ministry. There's a turnaround in our population. Come on, pray it, speak it. Maya paraka paha ya parapa ayabalabaka pa sapa. Take it and let's speak the blood. Let the blood speak for us. Makotoko Magataka Magateka Mazuketekete Ayaparagapa Ayapalapapa Ayapadalapa 
aya padalaba aya parababa aya padalaba aya padapalaba aya palapalaba aya parabalaba aya padalaba aya parababa every sickness in my body any element in my body let it be destroyed 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 ayapa 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 rababa kayapa masapa yaparapa every breakthrough i step into it the fullness that is in the body i step into it i step into divine encounters access beyond the field yaparapa kapa ayapa sapadalapa yapadapalapa yapalapa ayapadapapa lapalapa ayaparapapa yapadalapa ayapadalapapa yapadapala ayapadalapapa kayapalapa ayaparapapa yapalalapa ayapadalapapa yaparapala ayapalapa kapa yaparapa oh god let there be a divine turn around we bless you jesus please just lift your hand father we thank you we bless you for the fullness that indwells the body and you have said that this is my body take it lord we receive you in a manner that we have never received you before we receive up all of your fullness we receive all of your capacity lord i ask that every good thing that is supposed to manifest this month any good thing that i'm supposed to step into relationships that we are supposed to step into business partnerships that we are supposed to step into i ask that father by the blood and by the body cause your people to step into this i ask for healing i ask for cancers and the strokes i ask for heart attacks and heart palpitations to go in the name of jesus i ask that father we will also step beyond the veil by the blood the sprinkling of the blood we step beyond the veil we have access to come into the revelations of christ evidently lord we bless you we thank you in the name of jesus amen friends god bless you god bless you let me just make this announcement uh quickly will, will bernard will bernard be in charge albert are you giving an announcement will you so this one quickly once again thank you for coming three things on my mind number one these flyers are still available we will still be printing some more and even much more better than this size i want to encourage you grab one and um, bless somebody now before we get into all of this let's offer to the lord take your offering take your offering take that offering take your 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 seed take your gifts take your gifts let's bless the lord let's bless the lord then i can get into the, the announcement and all 
Lord, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Please just drop it and listen to the announcement. So get, grab the flyer. At least this week, pick two and determine to speak with somebody and invite the person. Don't just throw the flyer at the person. Follow up on the person. Follow up on this person and bring the person into the service. I mean, this kind of teaching you are listening to and administrations that uh, we've been receiving, like yesterday. In fact, yesterday was just another meeting. Martin, you missed. I was looking forward to seeing you. I was looking for where, where is Cheko? Where is he gone to? You miss. You want somebody to partake of this. So invite somebody to come into this teaching. Invite somebody to come into this atmosphere, this presence. Let there be an encounter. So take responsibility. Follow up on somebody. This week, even if it's one person, follow up on the person and bring the person to this gathering, this meeting, so that the person will also receive grace and become a blessing to many. So take the flyers and do that. Then, once again, Saturday 9 p.m., Facebook Live. And I said that I want to go TikTok. I think I need 1,000. I need 1,000. 1,000. 1K. 1K followers. So come and follow me on TikTok. Let me also follow you some. I have not seen you on TikTok. Christy, I have not seen you. Come to TikTok. Follow me. Let me follow you. <laughs> and let's carry the, the, the prophetic and all of that into that environment as well. Let's do that. And on Thursday, Kingdom Learning Space, weekly online Bible study, you want to be there. It's happening on Zoom, and we're going to touch realms in God. So I want to encourage you to be part of that. I want to encourage you to be part of that. On Friday, there are prayer sessions here. Now, I didn't mention the time for Thursday. Thursday is 8 p.m., 20.00 GMT. The flyer is out there. So um, when you receive the flyer on Zoom, I want to encourage you. Uh, sorry, when you receive the flyer on, on WhatsApp, share it. Put it on your status. Share it on Facebook. Let somebody be invited to be part of, of all of this. And I believe God will bless us. And then on Friday, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., we have two hours of speaking in tongues. We just want to speak in tongues. Look, some, a, a friend of mine invited me, and we are only three. Every night throughout this month, we are praying one hour in tongues, online. Mayada, one hour, when we finish, amen, everybody should go to his place. And they are all preachers. So when they say, come and pray, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., somebody is waiting when they have seen the prophet around, when they have seen the man of God around before. No, you come and let's wrestle in the heavens and see things happen for us. God bless you. Anything else? Podcasts. Podcasts. You are looking for some of these teachings. In fact, these teachings, we've not started uploading this particular series on podcasts podcast yet. There's an aspect of it that has been uploaded, but it was done on a different platform and differently. But what I'm doing here is a bit thicker and deeper and heavier than 
uh, and more clearer than the first teaching. We will have it uploaded. This is the fifth part. We will have it uploaded, and I want to encourage you to 